Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that the Holy Spirit would open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we arrive at this fifth Sunday in Lent, we start to see a shift in the readings which point uh, more quickly to the work that Jesus will do at the cross. And in this encounter in the Gospel passage, we see this anointing of Jesus by Mary foreshadowing the death and burial of Jesus, pointing to the work that he will do on the cross. And that in this encounter, she clearly is recognizing something about Jesus and what he's come to do that many of the others have, have yet to see. And she has this act of anointing him and Jesus knows where he is headed. And that's one thing that's been crystal clear throughout the gospel, even when we and the disciples failed to see it, is he had no doubt from day one why he came, what his mission was, and where he was headed. And so from the beginning, Jesus was on a journey toward the cross where he knew he was going. And that connection to the journey, I think, is important because it relates to what Paul is saying in what he writes to the Philippians, reminding us that we are on this journey. And our journey, just like Jesus' journey, heads to the cross. And on this journey, Paul goes through this, this litany of all the things that by world standards would be to his credit. And then after naming all of the things he should get credit for, he says, but this is really nothing compared to what it's like to know Jesus, compared to what the blessing and grace and love is in his presence. All of these things that we can think of here and now that we would uh, give people credit for or maybe to our own enjoyment, Paul says, well, all these things are rubbish, which is probably a a nice church translation for other words that he would use that we probably shouldn't say in church. But he's saying it's, it's nothing. All this is, is it's worthless. What has real meaning, what has value, what lasts forever is this relationship with Jesus. And then he says, and we're on this journey. And this relationship with Jesus is one that looks like, well, where we're going, we are found to have gained everything. We are found to be righteous not of our own under the law, which means we're not able to present our list of things that we have done well and so God should have mercy and favor upon us because we're so awesome and look at the things we've achieved. Paul says it's the very opposite. We have a righteousness that we don't earn, that we can't achieve and that's freely given in and through Jesus. This is the journey 
that we're on through faith. And Paul says, you know, that his goal is to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection. And he also says part of uh, this same verse would be a section we'd probably cross off, um, you know, and the fellowship of his suffering. Nobody necessarily wants to sign up for that. But I think there's a clear recognition from Paul that as followers of Jesus, our journey is also to the cross. But what we find there is different than what you might expect. Because the world used the cross as an instrument of torture and death and humiliation and destruction. But when we journey to the cross because of what Jesus has done, at the cross we find life. At the cross we find forgiveness. At the cross we find love. And Jesus' death and resurrection has turned this instrument of torture and shame and destruction and now says to people, this is an instrument of life. I have given myself for you. So that our journey to the cross need not be one of fear and terror, thinking when we get to the cross we're going to meet an angry, destructive God who is longing for our demise. But rather, at the cross, we find a loving God with outstretched arms who offers himself and says, come to me. That's our journey, step by step, day by day, as the Spirit leads us in this process of transformation. And when we get to the cross, all we can do is surrender our whole life to Jesus and say, all that I have, you've given me. All that I have is yours. Come and live in and through us. Because as Paul said, that, that's what it's all about. Everything else is worthless as we surrender our life. And, you know, I think it's important that we see that Paul doesn't say, oh yeah, and look at me, I got it all together right here and now. He says, this is the journey we're on. We know where we're going and what's our call as followers of Jesus. We press on toward the goal. He didn't say, oh, well, I've nailed it. So I'll be sitting here on the couch watching you. There's nothing left for me to do as if he's finally reached this destination. And we can look at the faith journey like that. But Paul's reminding us, no, this is a never-ending journey that we're on with Jesus. And the Holy Spirit works in us day by day to change and to shape and transform us. And Paul says, press on. Move forward with Jesus. And in fact, he says, forget about what lies behind. There's no need to rehearse in your mind the thing from 15 years ago that you're sure God's probably not gotten over yet and is the one thing in the all of creation that can't be forgiven. And all, and all these negative things that we rehearse in our mind over and over again from the past that we never let go that God has dealt with, and Paul encourages us, press on forward. Life is in the journey forward with Jesus, not dwelling in the negative and fault and failure of the past. But each day with Jesus is new. As God says in and through Isaiah, I'm doing a new thing. Look for the new thing today. Because God's still at work in our lives today. 
God is still bringing life out of destruction. God is still pouring out His love and His mercy and His grace. And it's our prayer that the Holy Spirit opens our eyes to see our living God at work today in us, in the world around us. And so as we know where Jesus is headed, all of the liturgies of Holy Week, which we begin next week, will point to the path of the journey of Jesus. May we hear Paul's call to press on in that journey with Jesus to the cross. Because it's in and through the cross that we have life. And that it is each day forward that God continues to lavish His love and His mercy and grace upon us. And may the Holy Spirit continue that process of change and transformation in each of us, that we would reflect the image of Christ. And may our eyes and our hearts and our minds be open to see our loving and living God at work today, that that would encourage us on this journey. For we know where we're headed, and we know what the end result of the journey is, is that Jesus will raise us up, and we will dwell with him in the new creation forever. That's a given. Let us give thanks and each day move forward with the Lord on the journey. Let us pray. Most loving and gracious Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We thank you for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have forgiveness and life. May the Holy Spirit continue to lead us and guide us as we move forth on this journey. That our lives would be lived to your honor and glory. That we might come to know more deeply what it means that we are called your children. And that Christ may live in and through us. That everyone might come to know your love your mercy, your forgiveness and grace. And we ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.